When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are now in the Cornwood Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Podcast and Chill, aka the Corner Booth Podcast 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, we are back for our weekend edition. Uh, unfortunately, our Tuesday show basically got demolished by my lack of internet ability, apparently. Thanks, uh, David. Funny, th- funny thing, my Which, internet picked back up at 9 o'clock. Perfect streaming. I was able to download something. It was, f- it was flawless. So I was very frustrated and very upset. But we want to, once again, thank Shannon Walsh for coming on our show. She was phenomenal. She put up with me and Kevin, and she put up with my crappy Wi-Fi. Um, so, of course, it's Friday. It's podcast and chill, which means Mr. Patrick Donahue is back in the building. Of course, and we are. Of, oh, we also have my main man, the mustache wonder, Kevin. Uh, so, boys, we have a very NFL-heavy show today. Of course, um, first off, we have a very good Thursday night game, which we haven't said. We've only said very few times this year. Eagles. Uh, wow, <laughs> I gotta stop now. Those are contradictory. <laughs> we have a very good Thursday football game. Eagles. <laughs> you can definitely tell it's Thursday. Um. All right, folks. The game is Seahawks-Cardinals. Cardinals coming off of a incredible, heroic victory with DeAndre Hopkins only uh, jump ball catching his way back in the 99 club. He also made possibly the play of the year so far. And the Cardinals proving they are still, once again, relevant. This is probably the best Thursday. This is probably the best game of the week, honestly, besides maybe Casey Oakland. Sorry, Las Vegas. Um... Sorry, so, Kev, I'll start off with you, buddy. What are you thinking about Seattle, Arizona tonight? Like, this game is going to be fun. Before I get going, Pat, did he say the Eagles again while talking about this game? Uh, I think I heard Seahawks. Uh, run I thought he said Eagles at one point. I was making sure I was looking something up. Um, well, I actually didn't look up the spread of this game. That's on me. It's got to be less than four points. Yeah, I mean... it. Really, it's who do you trust more, Russell Wilson or – it's not even Russell Wilson. It's like, do you trust the Seahawks' defense 
to stop them, or do you trust Kyler Murray to do Kyler Murray things? Where is the goddamn spread for this? Like, minus three. Uh, Seattle minus three, it looks like, according to Vegas. That took me to a weird site. Yep. All right, so Seattle minus three. Uh, I... <clears throat> I hate those when it's a round number. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. But, I don't know. I actually think this game is going to be really close. I think Russell Wilson is probably going to turn it over a couple times. I think Kyler Murray might be slow out the gate because he sometimes can do that. And I'm curious. I think it's going to come down to another last-second play, like last week for the Cardinals. Yeah. I, 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 the problem is with the Arizona Cardinals, if they, they would be one of the best teams in football right now if they had a consistent defense. Buda Baker is one of the most not one of the most best kept secrets in football. Unless you are an NFL guy and you watch a lot of game, you play some Madden. Buda Baker is basically an anomaly to you. Like who is this dude? There's a bunch of other guys in that defense as well who are just including Kev's boy Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> I'm making jokes because of our uh, Madden league, but. There's a bunch of really young, good talent on it. Even the problem is they're all young. It's all inconsistent. No Chandler Jones. They really can't get a consistent pass rush. Hassan Riddick's been eh, like 50-50 when it came to production. So, And it was Patrick Peterson who got burnt by uh, Stephon Diggs three plays before the Hail Mary. So it really just comes down to like, all right, who – like. Arizona, their biggest problem is they can't play defense. So but that's also Seattle. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah. definitely the Seahawks Achilles heel too. I, I, so it's gonna be a shootout. I'm looking for like a 42-35 game. Like seriously, let's get let's get some points okay. up on the board. So actually, I I didn't give a pick because I gave a non-answer because I wasn't sure. However, we're expecting a shootout. Defense, stay home. Who has a Big 12 coach? Ooh. Cliff Kingsbury was born for this. He's telling Pete Carroll, you were simply molded by the blow up, <laughs> by the big scores. I was born in it. Cliff's King, Cliff Kingsbury is going to coach this team to a phenomenal game. It's going to be 70 to 63 by the end of it. And Cliff Kingsbury's going to get it done. Is that uh is that your official prediction for the score? 70 to 63? Yes. <laughs> If if it's seventy to sixty three, can I get five points added to my picks? I uh I vote I vote yay for that. I vote nay. Seventy to sixty three. You think that's actually that's gonna happen? The problem is is that we thought like a fifty sixty. What was the final score of that Rams Chiefs game two years ago? Um, it was like fifty six to fifty one. Kev, I never thought yeah, an NFL game would get that high scoring. Fifty four to fifty one. That's the highest scoring game. Okay, in I will give fine. I will give you five points if that's the final score. You're hey, there it is. It. How mad is he gonna be if that somehow <laughs> happens? I'm just gonna quit the show and just go like hermit myself up in like the mountains somewhere. Oh, that'd be incredible. I'm taking the show rights with me. That's fine. What does uh what does the corner booth get right now? Never mind if you're taking it with you. <laughs> Pat, we'll start our own podcast. Yeah, it'll be so much better. Pat, what do you think about Thursday Night Football while Jared's texting? I just texted I, you because your video screen is – your video to me is frozen. You, you're making uh, yes, a nice brown face. I got the same thing. I got some nice mustache on my screen. <laughs> well, as long as you guys can hear me, that's all that matters. 
Yeah, honestly, it's this is a record. This is not at least as long as not the live stream. We do have breaking news though from um my disappointment of of, of the team before we get into the six pack. Um, former Eagles, Bears, and now Dolphins. Former Dolphins running back Jordan Howard is uh, going to work out for the Eagles this week. Eagles need some uh, power back power back depth behind Sanders. So uh, Howard Sanders reunion, I love it. Um. Great sign for the Eagles. We'll help model a little bit in the running game. All right. So you fellas ready to get Pat, you're not allowed to have thoughts on Thursday night football. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm busting Pat's balls. Pat, what do you think about Thursday night? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I mean I we we hit on we hit on all points really. Just it's gonna be a huge shootout. Uh whose defense is gonna I guess try and show up more, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think you really can stop either offense with with a defense the other team has. So we'll see. I'm I'm kind of rooting for the Seahawks here, but I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Kyler Murray ball out and maybe even get another uh, Hail Murray uh, ending to a game. Buy a shirt. <laughs> yeah, go to Teespring. Buy a goddamn shirt. There you go. All right. So now that I've really interrupted Pat, my pick by the way, I have Arizona winning 42. Uh, thir- oh, no, no, sorry, 45-42 final score. I think it's going to be super high score. I think it's going to come down to a field goal and a possible, like, Russell Wilson getting sacked or throwing a tipped pass for a turnover or something like that. It's going to come down to Kingsbury just drawing up the right amount of BS trick plays or, like, misdirections just to get that one last field goal before regulation's over. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm i growing less and less um, believing in the Seahawks. And um, Arizona, I feel like might just sneak out of this one with the division crown. I I didn't think it was possible. I thought I mean, Kev, Kev, we talked about this in our preview show back in August. We're like, yeah, Arizona's got a shot at being like a wild card team, but like, there there's a possible. The a- a- NFC West is such a dogfight that, dude, the Rams might end up winning this damn division. The only team we know won't win is San Fran because they're just a train wreck and a half, but. Yeah, rest in peace, San Francisco. Yeah, but God, dude. The thing I anybody know, I know a couple of San Fran fans who were just like keeping their mouth shut this year because they were running it after the before the season. Woo! All right. Now it's time to kick it. So today's six pack beer is a Thomas Hooker chocolate truffle stout. It is phenomenal. All right, so I have a piece. Should I say um, Jim Rome? Phenomenal. All right. I miss Jim Rome. All right. So here we go. Oh, Kevin's mustache has returned to us. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I turned off my camera for a second and turned it back on. <laughs> but, Jared, before we go, we we have something to plug. Oh, we do have something to plug. We have a so, lot of things to plug, actually, but we're just going to plug the one. All right. So, folks, on Sunday, who wants to be witness to my misery again? Eagles play the Browns at one. We're not picking this game for obvious. I don't want to pick it again reasons, but Eagles Browns at one, uh, go to get collide app on Twitter, Instagram, or it's, it's collide. And, um, Kev, you want to spell for me? So I don't screw this one up again. It's not collide. Like the word, if Jared's told you that spell C O L L D Y D E. He has it open in front of him. Can still barely spell it. My God. Yeah. Personal favorites uh, to see tweets spelled by Jared, descriptions of podcasts spelled by Jared, and the whole description of the corner booth on Spotify spelled by Jared. Pat, can you tell who tweets 
from the corner booth account. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, like- so here's the funny thing is, Pat, I didn't write that description. That was Mark Riley who wrote that one. The uh, the Facebook one actually still has Mark Riley listed as the co-host. If you uh, if you go on the corner booth's um, Facebook page, he's still up there. We'll fix that real quick. Yeah, yeah he's not really up anymore. That's what the sad part is. These are the sweeping changes I'm bringing to your show once a week. Hey, yeah, I'm, gonna say- I'm happy. Yeah. You keep us in line. Jared, also, that's not, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. I was thinking that. We have another thing to plug. For those who are part, who have been part of the Corner Booth journey since way back in the Mark and Jared days, they know we like to drink. Do we have a company for you? We will put this in the tweet so you don't have to type out this link. However, kongbeerbong.com. It's a koozie. It's a beer pong. It's a beer bong. It's incredible. Go to kongbeerbong.com question mark AFF equals 143. I wish they could have just given us a code and buy some merch. They're running a sale right now. It's buy two, get one free of their beer bongs. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually, I'm looking at the, I had no idea that we, that like you guys have a sponsor for tonight. I'm watching like the instructional video of the beer bong. It's actually really cool. A little personal beer bong. Oh, oh shoot! Yeah, it's like um, it's like a, the Yeti cool um, uh, the Yeti koozie, and then there's just like a there's a tube that you can just pop in. That's awesome. Also, a great thing to pour in that Kong beer bong is Breckenridge Brew. So I have my personal favorite of Breckenridge Brew, and that is their phenomenal Christmas ale. And as you guys know, I like hoppy, I like higher alcohol. It's kind of my go-to. This is. Not too hoppy, but it's a phenomenal ale. I am very, it's very sweet. It's, it's just perfect for uh, Christmas season. My family was actually purchasing two, two of those little micro kegs for our Christmas party with this. So, Breckenridge Brew, check it out. These guys, their beer is awesome. Also, their vanilla porter is just like dynamite. So, I went with uh, Old Reliable as always tonight. I went with uh, a nice crispy Miller Lite. There you go. I'm drinking a PBR. Did you have the PBR coffee? Um, coffee I have not beer? had it yet. I don't love – I like, stouts are fine because it tastes like coffee, but it's still beer. I don't love alcoholic coffee unless it's an Irish coffee. Yeah, the uh, PBR coffee is uh, pretty, pretty okay. Perfectly well, I mean, average. I'm drinking a chocolate stout right now. That's basically like drinking a mil- oh, like a semi-cold milkshake with alcohol in it. Um, I'll try that. It's it's pretty good actually. I'll I'll save a four pack so when I come up to visit whenever your state's lockdown's over, I'll uh, give you guys two each. There you Perfect. Go. And I will on the live stream when I get my order, I will do a Kong beer bong on air. Fair enough. Alrighty, first game, gentlemen, Indiana at Ohio State, the two top teams in the Big Ten this year. If you showed me this game on the schedule seven weeks ago, I would have laughed and been like, oh, it's a blowout and a half. Half of me still thinks it might be a blowout and a half. We don't know how real Indiana is. Because the rest of the Big Ten has been more disappointing than most of the ACC every year. Wisconsin has been good. Yeah, for the limited time they've played, they've been pretty good, actually. So Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio State, basically the three teams are keeping hope alive for that conference being, like, not a complete train wreck this year. The line is 20 and a half. 
I one I am taking if I am a betting if you are going to bet on this game I implore you to bet with Indiana. Take take that that's it's going to be closer than that. Run with that line because I have a feeling Indiana can score and they can score a lot. Where Ohio State has had a problem this year stopping teams in the second with their secondary. The loss of Jeff Akuda and God, what is Chris? I can't remember Chris Carter's name right now. Chris Carter's son's name right now. He plays for the Raiders. He was the other cornerback. Um, and the loss of Chase Young on the pass rush. It's definitely affected them. You can definitely see when they play. But like, Indiana's the best offense they've played all year so far. I think it's going to be closer than people think. I think it's still going to be probably a ten point win for Ohio State. But and that's who I'm picking. But definitely don't sleep on Indiana keeping this game close. This is yeah, just it, one of my – oh, go ahead. It's Ohio State. They're going to win. I do think it's going to be a lot closer than that. But, I mean, Indiana, part of the reason they're so good is they had to get a bailout call from the refs to beat Penn State, who was 0-4 or 0-5. Yeah. There, that was not – they did not convert the two-point conversion. Ball hit the ground, bobbled, and then it went in. That should not have been called the way it was. So it is – it's going to be Ohio State. I do think it'll be closer, but I think it's still going to be like a two-score game. Also, Damon Arnett is the other cornerback they lost to the draft. That's who it was. He's um, he's a Chris Carter's son, I guess, or something. Um, all right. Ohio State. Pat. Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, so Pat. <laughs> Justin Justin Fields, uh, future New England Patriots quarterback, I think is gonna is gonna have himself a little game. All righty. All right. Um, Northwestern Wisconsin in Chicago or wherever the hell. I think Northwestern's in Chicago, right? Yeah, it is. Well, it's like right outside of Chicago. Yeah. Also, I do want to point out Damon Arnett is not Chris Carter's son. Wait, I thought. Okay, I might have been getting two different players confused. Deron Carter. Damon Arnett is not a son of an NFL player. Okay. Deron Carter who played at Ohio State in 2009, is Chris Carter's son. Okay, maybe I misheard them on the draft draft announcement. Whatever, it's my bad. So there you go. Um, yeah, Wisconsin, Northwestern. I just think Wisconsin, as much as every year Northwestern, they kind of seem to surprise everyone a little bit. They always have a little... <laughs> Just enough talent. Their defense plays just well enough. They play disciplined football. I think Wisconsin's got it. I uh, I counted Wisco out last week, and uh, <laughs> I've absolutely had to eat eat my words on that. So I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt this week. I think Wisco has it. Yeah, I'm I'm going Wisco. I think I I do think they're actually a legit team in the Big Ten. I think if they can. Make up some games. I don't think they can in the Big Ten, but if they can go up, go and keep winning, they're gonna give at least Indiana a run for their money, in sec as second best team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so we're almost so far two clean sweeps. Definitely, that's a new one. Um, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, in Norman. The line right now is uh, Oklahoma minus seven and a half. How the mighty have fallen? Oklahoma State what was it three weeks ago was looking like was looking like a top ten team, national title aspirations. Like this team looked like 
And then Kevin's upset over Texas, where I got a text from Kevin literally at 7.15 on a Saturday. I love being smart. And I'm like, yeah, you also love being lucky. Is it better to be smart or lucky? Why not both? That, that's a zombie land reference. Uh, you know what? I My upset pick has derailed Oklahoma State season, and I feel bad. <laughs> so give me Oklahoma State in Norman. That's Kev's upset. I love it. Big 12's a crapshoot this year. This is not my upset, but I'm jumping on the bandwagon with Kevin. I am taking uh, Oklahoma State as well. I am not a fan of Oklahoma this year. I'm not a big believer in Spencer Rattler. I think it's going to be a while. Before. I think he's still got a lot to do, like to work on. I still love the ability to run the football with Chubba Hubbard. And Mike Gundy's got a better – like he's just got – there's just more talent in uh, Stillwater right now than there is in Norman. So I will take Oklahoma State in this one. I'll take uh, I'll take Oklahoma just to go against the grain. Um, I really don't know much about these teams, but I just want to want to have a little diversity in the show right now. All righty, Pat, we're three white boys. It's the, let's not talk about <laughs> Fair enough. Probably not the right phrase then. All right. Can I talk about the dumbest line of the week? Seriously. Yes. As much as I in Vegas, I think is starting. To, I think Vegas has my phone tapped. Or our show tapped because they have Indy as a two and a half point favorite over Green Bay. I mean, yes, I wanted to take Indy as my upset because I thought they'd be big, enough, uh, big enough suckers to take to uh, take Green Bay in this one. But it isn't Indy. Indy does three things that really scare the Packers: they're physical, they run the football, and they rush the passer. Three things that the Packers hate. If you can, it, like, it's. It's a nightmare scenario for them. The only thing their only hope is is that Phil Rivers just starts turning the ball over. I got I got the calls in this one. I'm taking the Packers and not top five Devontae. Wait, is Aaron Jones playing? Ooh, is I thought Devontae Adams might have been out too this week too. Is Injury. When you Google Devontae Adams, literally the next thing that comes up is Devontae Adams' injury uh, injury update. All right. That's five. Yeah. Uh, then Aaron Jones, I think, is playing. Uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, still, Devontae Adams, not top five, but top ten receiver in the league. Yeah, Aaron Jones is playing. He played last weekend. Didn't play well, but he played. But give me the Packers. I feel... They're still kind of on the warpath. They feel disrespected. They don't, because no one outside of Green Bay really thinks of them as a top team in the NFL right now. And I, I think it's going to kind of motivate them. And yeah, the Colts do things they don't like, but also the Colts have Philip Rivers at quarterback. If he fumbles it or turns it over, they're fucked, and they're gonna, he's gonna do that. Philip Rivers yeah. does. He didn't do it last week, so he has to do it at least twice this week to make up for. Minimum two interceptions from Bill Rivers. All right, Pat. I I think I got to take Green Bay here. Um, I think Rodgers is kind of on this like little like revenge tour. Like, you know, oh, you want to draft Brian Love? Well, guess what? Like MVP season, like mic dropped type shit. So, Jordan Love, but yeah. Oh, who did I say? You said Brian Love. Oh shit! I think right. that's it. I, I think that's the lead singer for some band that I can't remember. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like this is a this is possibly an MVP season for Rodgers. Um, I think he's just going to kind of hate fuck the indie defense. It's definitely podcast and chill. Pat's <laughs> gone full rogue. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Um, next game. Kansas City, six-and-a-half-point favorites in the desert, taking on the Raiders. Pat, who you got in this one? Give me give me KC. Um, I, I don't want to say it was a fluke the last time these two teams met, but um, I, I, I feel as if, all in all, KC has a better team than, um, than Las Vegas this year. Still a yeah. solid roster. I think it's going to be like a two-score game, like a 10-point difference, but KC wins. Uh, yeah, I said last night on Sound Off. It's up now, actually. I just put it up before we got on. That the uh, Chiefs aren't losing to the Raiders again this year. And I was standing by that. I don't think they're going to. I mean, it really, when I looked at this game before we got on and because I have I have a couple uh friends at the gym who are Raiders fans they they always like one of them he's a, his uh kid went to school with my sister and he walked he used to play hockey with me and my friends and my dad and all of us in like the neighborhood and he, he comes up and he goes Jared what do you think about Raiders this week and I said to be dead honest with you I have no idea because you know they do have a couple of their guys on, on the COVID list right now but for some reason they are the one team that seems to have the Chiefs number and if I'm really like looking di- like diligently at the sco- uh, at this game, it would be like it would it would be good for me to just take the line here and just I-, I can't pick the Raiders. I want to. I can't. I know they're gonna disappoint me. I gotta go with uh, KC here, here. It's just we're going clean sweep here. I, I can't like it's the defense the la- like I know Jeff Heath had a great game last week but at the same time they've like if they pull this off it's gonna be a great upset but it's just there's a lot of if ands or buts and it's just not making me feel good picking this game so what do you think two score though no it's gonna be close because the Raiders can stop the clock and keep keep can run the clock and keep the Chiefs off the field but the fact that Chiefs can drive down and score two plays it's gonna be like Great. It's going to be 38-31 final score or like 35-31. Like it's going to be close and Gruden's going to lose his mind because he can't keep his guys off the COVID list. But that's that's the best thing they can do right now. If Oakland, Oakland has a shot, but it's 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 not a puncher's chance. It's a yeet the ball in the triple coverage and see if DeAndre Hopkins goes down with it. Uh, a hail car type play. That doesn't have the same ring to it. All right. Buccaneers, Rams, the Bucks are only a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home, which me and Cab always make the joke without fan- – well, it's in Florida, so. Uh, it's, it's, it's basically – it's it's a six-point swing almost. Um, I am not so – Oh, wait. Is it in L.A.? It, no, it's in uh, – Tampa? It's, it's in Tampa. Oh, so it would be even then. Yeah, it'd be like a one-point swing depending on if it's the half or – Yeah, I only give it about two points. It's – so all I've heard this week is, oh, the elite secondary of the, the Rams, the Rams this, the Rams that. I'm like, <sighs> every time – and they beat the Seahawks last week. Congratulations. Seahawks can't play defense. The Rams sort of can. 
The Buccaneers sort of can play defense. I, I, I feel like even though they're built differently, they're the same team. Every time we expect them to be good, they disappoint us. Every time they just dis- after they disappoint us, they are good again. So how do you pick against this a team with the same team against a different team who is the same team? You fucking lost. Yeah. The- <laughs> No idea what you're these talking teams, about. Listen, these teams have the same story, just written two different ways. Two paths to the same destination to me. I think both teams are going to be a middle-of-the-road wildcard team, and both teams have just found ways to just go against the grain when you when you count them out. I've got the Buccaneers here. I think the Rams, ever like the smart pick this week, I've seen on a ton of shows already, is, hey, let's take the Rams over the Bucks. Their secondary, their defense is back. They could run the football with Henderson. Goff is passing the ball well. They barely beat the Seahawks, who can't play defense. And they only put up 20 points. Give me Tampa Bay, who can score either running the football with Ronald Jones, who kept called a top five back. I called a top ten yet last night. Um, you still got a plethora of weapons in that secondary. Big word for me today, Kev. He is like so not entertained, Darth Kevin over here. Like a seven-letter word, yeah, big word. Can you spell it's, it? It's the enunciation. All right. Anyway, Can I'm taking the it? Buccaneers at home. Can you spell it? There's a very big look of confusion on uh, Jared's face. I think I can. I don't want to do it on air though. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'll do text it. Don't edit it out. <laughs> Since you're gonna let Autocorrect do the work to for you. Okay, never mind. Jared's looking it up. No, I actually got it right because the autocorrect got autocorrect finished the word for me. I was right. It's P L E T H O R A. I forgot. I thought for some reason there was a stupid O in the middle of the word, and I was right. Well, because the English language is horrible. How is that a what? stupid O? I thought it'd be an E, but then I'm like, no, it's got to have some stupid O in it or something like that. It wouldn't make that much sense. New segment. Um, we just get Jared to spell uh, random words. For about like that was even minutes. Mark's idea for the longest time. They wanted to have me do a uh, a uh, spelling bee. My first one is full moon. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jared said no. I was very disappointed. All right. Ke- Pat. While well, Kevin is Kevin is tr- like getting, I think another drink. What do you think about this game, Bucks Rams? Yeah, I I, I think it's a Bucks win. I mean, who who's Jalen Ramsey going to shut down this game? And I feel like to put him on Godwin because I feel like Mike Evans is going to give him an Mike Evans is too big for Ramsey to bully because Ramsey bullies small receivers. And then does that really impact like totally impact how that offense is going to play? I mean, no, because they're used to having Godwin in anyway because he's always hurt. Yeah. And cool. Like they'll just they'll run the ball over you. I think Bucks offense carries the game. Um, I think their defense will kind of hold their own a little bit. But. Uh, yeah, I, I see this being like a 14-point win for the Bucks. I think it's a I, – I, I'm going 27-20. I think it's going to be close, but I think it's just going to be like one of those late – like a, a late Ronald Jones touch, like a couple runs, get one inside the red zone and punch it in, and that's it. And that's good. And then the Rams are going to turn the ball over. Because mm-hmm. the Rams off the, – the Bucks offensive line this year has been surprisingly good. You really only have to worry about two guys in that pass rush for – LA. Besides that, it's kind of just like 
All right, yeah, they have Ramsey and John Johnson in the back end. It's not really like that impressive. And a bunch of no. Hey, Darth Kevin, you done reading your dictionary? Yeah, um, I was gonna read words to have you spell a word, but it's German. Uh, so instead, spell Levin. Levin. Yeah. L E V. Yeah, L E V. I N. L E A V E N. What the it's fucking authentic dough reserved for producing fermentation in a new batch of dough, an agent or element that acts in or upon something to produce a gradual change or modification. So we're gonna have Jared spell a new word every episode. That's what I've decided. Spelling style. style. Um, and now I'm gonna add a clause that if I get the word right, I get two bonus points on my picks regardless. Okay, fine. Wow. Um, easier words the rest of the time but yeah no tom brady has his whole career last couple years has been counted out countless times they've said the patriots were done they said he was done they said that after the uh, saints game drew Brees is out now so they see an opportunity to take the nfc south give me the bucks by a lot all right so jared spell dash. all right so, what? Spell Sabertash. No, I already get one word a, 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 I only get one word a week. Get the hell uh, out I have of an idea. Uh, crowdsource it. So just post on Twitter like every week uh, for them to send forth a word for Jared to spell. Yeah, but see, if we do that, they're gonna Jared's going to suggest an easy one or have his friend suggest an easy one so he can get plus two. Oh, man, yeah. All right, so it's time, boys and girls. For the gimmies and upsets. So Kevin already used his upset pick. Me and Pat have not. So Kevin, who is it Alabama or is it Clemson or is it uh, Kansas City? Oh, you're going to use Kansas City. You can't use that one. Who, who's Alabama. your gimme this week? Alabama. Alabama. A half point favorite over Kentucky. Actually, I don't even know right. Clemson's Pat. I, I, Clemson's uh, uh, playing Florida State, I think. Is that true? Yeah, it is. I lo- I saw that and I forgot. Okay. Yeah, I would yeah, love Clemson. I didn't have to take my upset right now. I'm taking that as a gimme. You have to take an upset, Pat. Oh, I have to, I have to take an upset? Yep. Beans. All right. Let's, let's take a look at... Uh... So I can pick from the NFL schedule, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh, Steelers, Steelers, Jags. Jags. Or, are you upset? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot I was picking upset, not uh, not gimme. Um. Jesus Christ. What's the What's the line on the Bengals Washington game? Oh my lord! I just. <laughs> um, Bengals Washington. I think that's uh, one and a half for Washington. That's too close, Pat. Oh, man. I mean, you could talk. Look at that Baltimore Titans game if you want. Two teams are disappointing everybody. Who's uh? Who would be the pick for that? The, the upset pick would be Baltimore. I'll take Baltimore on that. Especially after what the Pats did to them. Actually, no, no, no. Sorry. The upset would be Tennessee. They're five and a half point dogs in Baltimore. Ooh. So we'll give you that. 
Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd have to pick the Titans on that. Yeah. You know what? Screw it. I, I know I said like two weeks ago, Henry can't carry your team, but maybe Henry can carry the Titans uh, against the Ravens. Watch me flip-flop on the same game, ladies and gentlemen. Pat just talking himself right. out of it. And <laughs> so, Kev, since there's no fans allowed in Ohio or Pennsylvania, a three-point a three point dog on the road, is that considered an underdog? Because I allowed a two-and-a-half pointer for you last week. What did I pick last week is my upset? I don't know. It was two weeks ago. I think you took an upset that was a dog. It was only a two-and-a-half or three-point dog. I, I was fine with it, though. I don't care because, like, the pick was – but the, the amount of times you dog this team, I honestly feel like it's an upset regardless if they pull this off. Can I do it? Uh, Sure. I'm looking to see who my upset was two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I was, like, two or three weeks ago. But, folks, while Kevin's looking at us, this is my upset. The season's over if we don't win it anyway. The season's already over. Who cares? I don't know. I, I, last time I picked my boys on upset, they pulled it off. So the three-point dogs in Cleveland. You got the centers. You got the Jack Conklin's out. Their kicker's out. Philly's got a shot. It's a puncher's chance. Jordan Howard being re-signed possibly tomorrow. I'll take my chances here. I'm taking Philadelphia as my upset pick. Win in doubt. Go with my boys. I, You know what? Listen, you back these guys in the corner. Listen, the last time they were this backed into a corner, they went on a, a four-game winning streak. I'll take it. So, screw it. Give me Philadelphia with the upset. I'm taking the three point against, uh, taking three points against Cleveland and the outright pick. It's gonna be a fun one. Uh, by the way, watch collide. Me and Kev give Kev giving me shit about how the Eagles are torturing me. <laughs> Give me all fired up right now. I'm loving this. All right. Also, no, by the way, I, I say in the era of COVID, it's a one-and-a-half-point swing because you're at home. And the game that Jared's talking about, they gave me a two, two-and-a-half-point swing. It was three-and-a-half. Who was it? Texas and Oklahoma State. Ah. That was a two-point favorite, and, and you're taking a one-point underdog. Or that was a two-point underdog. You're taking a one-point underdog. I think we both let them slide. They're still technically underdogs. I think I think we've I think we've proven this year that it's it's we we've kind of let the lines kind of as long as it's not like a half up or even it's still an underdog at this point. I'm going to find that, and from this week on, Pat's start gonna pick it. a half a point underdog. I mean, all of my picks. I don't think I, I think I got maybe what one or two picks or some shit like that last week, right? You you got you got two. I have three. Kevin four. Yeah, one of them was my uh, my gimme, I believe. So Army uh, over Tulane. Yeah. So you lost a point. Yeah. So really, it was a net oh, zero. Oh shit! That's that right. Oh, well, unfortunately, because Pat started late, he's not in on the he's not in on the uh, he's too far behind in point total points. To I be think in you on, do on percentage. We could do it off percentage. Like add up. So Pat, figure out when Pat started, or just do points per week. Figure out when Pat started. Divided okay, by that so only, this is only Pat's third week total. He so did divide week, it. He did, yeah, I know. I have it all here. Every week Pat picked, I have an asterisk next to the week with his point total. He's yeah, still divided. losing. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> Three points and two points. Pat, let's shoot for four this week. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, because uh, what, is it minus two for your get me wrong, or? Minus one. Oh, minus, minus one. Two. Okay, never mind. So it's one point, technically. Yeah. I thought we were doing minus two. I'm not trying to give that idea to anyone. That's just where I was oh, coming so from. Oh, so boys, do we want to do, we want to do a show upset this week? Is there an upset we all want to happen? Florida State over Clemson? Yeah, but let, let, let's be realistic here. I mean, that's a, that's a big enough swing. I mean, we could do that. Do you want to do that as our show upset pick? Yes. All right, boys and girls. Our, we'll reveal some live stream as well, but our show upset pick is going to be Florida State over Clemson. Is it in Death Valley, too? doesn't really matter. Clemson's minus 34 and a half. <laughs> Listen, our last show pick almost happened, which makes me optimistic about this. Oh, it's in Tallahassee, too. Oh, in Tallahassee? Oh, my God. Uh, Trevor Lawrence might contract something before the game. Who knows? That place is, uh, is literally a dumpster. No, he's already got one virus this week. Fair enough. All right. So, Kev, you got anything weird for me? Oh, shit. I did. Oh, yeah, I remember it now. Manziel is a hey. legend. Someone DM'd him a picture of them passed out in their bathtub with a Manziel jersey on. It said, blacked out in your honor last night. Love you, dog. Johnny Manziel replied, for the culture, much love. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, listen, Wait, if you got a brand, roll with it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. This is uh, so, now twice that I've been on the show that uh, Johnny Manziel gets brought up. Uh, I'm digging it. Am I Am I going to speak him back into existence like this? I hope so. I love Johnny football. Newest quarterback for the Washington football team, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> did, someone say, did someone say face of the franchise for the New England Patriots? When Tom Brady <laughs> left, I wanted him to sign here so bad. Um, complete isn't he, isn't I made like him and and put him on the Patriots. He has like a suspension in the NFL, right? Like, it's active, yeah. Um, oh, but so but Antonio uh, Brown has a suspension. He gets signed. Josh Gordon has a suspension. He gets signed. Double stance. <laughs> All right. So before I go to last call. Bucks, Bucking. Do you guys believe in the Buccaneers, James Winston? Before we move on, you think with the San, with the Saints, yeah, you believe? I'm oh, sorry, force to have. Do you believe he's gonna eat some W's in the Bayou, or is it gonna be kind of a train wreck? Um, it'll be interesting to see how that offense functions, having a quarterback whose instinct isn't to just like check down to Camara on any play where he has to pass. So we'll see. But I feel like any team that the Saints play, like their secondary is gonna like they're just gonna get picks, like. Uh, well, also, th- there's one thing to James's game, two things to James's game that he has that Breeze hasn't had since his probably San Diego days. The fact that James has a bazooka and he can scramble. Yeah. There are going to be a couple times where he's going to make a play that's just going to like make Saints fans lose their shit because he'll throw one 50 yards downfield to Tyquan Smith in the back of the end zone after he broke six tackles and ran backwards 20 yards and then ran to the line of scrimmage and yeeted it. So there's going to be one of those plays. He's also going to do the same thing in a pick. So I'm excited for the train wreck of offense that is going to be the New Orleans Saints. 
I don't think he's going to throw as many picks as people think. You think that was all Arians' offense? No, I think that was all. Jameis Winston legitimately could not see while playing quarterback. He didn't know he needed to get glasses or something, and he just got LASIK in the offseason. I do think it's going to be a problem because I don't think Michael Thomas' playing style meshes with Johnny Manziel because – not Johnny Manziel. Jameis Winston – Oh, they're both kind of horrible people. Let's speak it into existence. Uh, <laughs> Jameis Winston, though, he's got a cannon. Michael Thomas does like running more than five yards downfield at a time. So I think it'll be interesting. I do think that they're going to stay afloat at worst. I think the division is up to grabs, up to grab for the Bucks, but I do it. They're gonna have to win out for them to have a chance to take the division. Jameis will keep them ahead. Well, you know what's you ironic? Think, oh, sorry. Pat, go. Do you think the the Saints adapt their offense around Jameis Winston, or do you think the Saints adapt Jameis Winston around their offense? I think I think it depends on if they see Jameis as their future. If they see Jameis as the future of the franchise, they're going to adapt the offense to him. If they don't, they're going to just keep it the same so when Drew Brees comes back, they're ready to go for the playoffs. Yeah. Do they give like a definitive how like a estimated amount of time kind of deal? For uh, Drew Brees? Uh, we talked about it Tuesday, Kate. What was that log of a timetable? At least two weeks after further evaluation. Okay. So let's just bank on three minimum. Yeah, he, he is 40. And, I mean, if Jameis isn't losing them games and they're kind of just swinging by... They may not put Breeze in until the re- until like week seventeen just to get him like his legs under him again, and then just get rid of the playoffs if they're still working. Maybe they're gonna pull a uh, Peyton Manning last year in Denver. They're gonna have Jameis just ride him out the rest of the way, and then they're be they're like close in a playoff game. The guy right, Jameis, you're benched. Drew, get in there, win a ring, and ride off into the sunset. Ladies and gentlemen, kick that smooth jazz. Time for a last call. All right, so. We're going to talk about the NBA in our live stream, uh, obviously, a lot more. So the draft was last night, and Kevin's favorite commentator, Colin Cowherd, made a point today that, honestly, I was like, yeah, he's on point. So, and I'm going to kind of piggyback off it and take my own little spin on it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging he, he made a good point. I'm going to run with it a little bit and t- take my own little avenue. He said... Uh, Last night, with a lot of the guys in the draft, there was about like six or seven guys he knew. Pretty good. That's how many I knew. Uh, I knew the top three guys, Wiseman, Edwards, um, Lamella Ball. I knew Obi Toppin uh, out of Dayton, who went to um, the Knicks. I knew who Cole Anthony was, who went to... I can't even remember who Cole Anthony went to because he played for my Tar Heels. And I knew the kid from USC because I'd watched him play three times. That's basically it. After that, it was a bunch of foreign guys and a bunch of guys whose names I didn't even recognize. And I kind of, kind of after that point was, man, I kind of just left the chat and kept working out. I mean, left the uh, video and kept working out. But it's a real problem that as a, the NBA draft used to be fun, man. Like, you used to be excited about it. It used to be, like, it used to be a big event. And, yes, partial some of it's COVID this year. But at the same time, like, the NFL draft an event. These guys have our person. Like, the NFL's marketing team 
has done a very good job the past couple years of making the NFL draft like the superior draft event. Like it's a it's a huge thing. Before COVID, like you had like Chicago, Philadelphia, Tennessee, these three cities, and yeah, Dallas is okay too. Four cities in a row where it was a big party and guys, it was staged. It was two days of just of, of people walking on the stage talking to Goodell and like get, you had ex players coming back talking smack to opposing cities. Whether it's uh, the guy who lost out to Harold Carmichael in um, in Dallas, his Drew Pearson, that's what his name was. Uh, I was gonna say the guy who cried when he didn't get into the Hall of Fame. Um, Pat McAfee talking smack to the Titans. You had David Akers yelling at Cowboys fans. It's stuff like that made it so much fun. The NBA draft has kind of just seemed like it hasn't really evolved at all in the past what, like 10, 15 years, and. With the whole college rules and everything else, and these the the NBA players like just either one one and dunning or you know going out of the country to play, it just feels to me like there's no personality. You don't know these guys. You're like you see them for one March Madness, it's only like two or three guys. Even March Madness kind of didn't happen this year, so you didn't really get acclimated more. So I guess that's kind of the devil's advocate point. But at the same time, even when it was March Madness, you're just like, it, it kind of sucks when you didn't know half these guys, half these players. So, I don't know. I see like ne- hopefully next year's draft, we do have a March Madness. You do see a lot of the guys. You do know how they play, you do, how they finish in the tournament, how like they match with the teammates. It just felt very MLB drafty. So I kind of agree with Cowherd on that point. So he actually made a good point about it because I honestly knew eight players total. So. I'm a little upset you didn't know Carol Lewis. I'm gonna have to start talking about Alabama basketball more. Oof. Fair enough. Uh, no, I don't think it was that bad because you know people actually watch the NBA draft, but it, it's getting to that point. If any, if any draft could get me excited, it's Sunday Champions. I. Just, even like the NFL draft, I do not get like that excited for because I don't really watch like a lot of college sports. Like I'll catch like maybe like, you know, one or two games every Saturday for even college football. But um, like this year, I think the NFL actually did a good job with the cards that they were dealt with, like the COVID situation. But I couldn't even bring myself to watch the NBA draft last night. I watched 30 seconds and I texted Kevin when my team didn't screw up the first pick and then I literally turned it off. I watched the first like four or five picks, I think. And then flip back and forth. <laughs> but yeah. There you go. All right. That's it for us. Once again, thank you to our sponsors, um, Kong Beer Bongs. Um, uh, check out our thing on Collide, Breckenridge Brewing, Hoff Sauce, and uh, Invader Coffee. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Live stream it goes up, of course, is on Thursday, and Kev might throw this one on YouTube. It's a surprise. And uh, yeah, enjoy the weekend. We'll see you guys for the Eagles. I have an Browns idea. Game. Go for it. If you want on YouTube, do it yourself. I do enough for social media for this podcast. All right, relax. All right, I'm Jared. That's Darth Kevin, and that's uh, Podcast and Chill Meister, Mr. Ke- Mr. Pat. We will catch you guys later. Bye. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.